You're listening to The Catalyst with Samantha Chris, where we explore the inner workings of embracing the unknown, from ordinary daily habits to extraordinary measures. Get ready, we're about to ignite change and inspire action. Hello friends, this is Samantha Chris. I am your host and I am flying solo today. Typically, I have a guest and every once in a while, I will come on by myself when I feel that I myself have gone through a bit of a shift or in this case, a major change that I want to let you in on. And this is one that I have been growing through over the last few months and I feel that now is the time to talk about it, to share about my insights and to open the door to conversations for anyone else who may feel that they are in a similar place or are entertaining the idea of taking, you know, the similar path down this journey and without meaning to sound so cryptic, I am talking about going to work for a company. So this is something particularly those in the entrepreneurship world will know that leaving the nine to five and going into business for yourself is highly glorified. I can't say that's really something that ever incentivized me to go into entrepreneurship in the first place. I didn't leave my job or decide to start my business because I wanted to ditch the nine to five. I really did enjoy the nine to five. But what I realized is that there was so much of my potential that wasn't being tapped into. And I thought, I wonder if I started my own thing, if I could explore some of these passions or interests and expertise that I have that I felt were just going underutilized. And there was a lot that I wanted to do to give back, to empower others. And I realized that my zone of genius is helping people take inspired action. And I didn't feel like I was particularly getting that, at least not too much of it in my nine to five. So I went off to see what it could look like if that's what I set out to do intentionally with clients, what that would manifest into, how it would help shape me as an entrepreneur. And I loved the journey. I learned so much about myself and what I really loved is that it continued with every person I worked with to help me take inspired action. Every client I took on, every project I took on was basically a method of accountability because I felt that I needed to continue to show up and evolve, not just for me, but for them. And I loved that journey. And then unexpectedly an opportunity came up where a friend of mine who I didn't know quite well reached out and said, Hey Sam, do you have a minute to talk this afternoon? And I thought, well, this is weird because I've never spoken to this guy on the phone before. I don't know what he could possibly have to say this afternoon, no less, right? Like it sounds pretty urgent. And I figured, okay, uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I have time in my afternoon. So definitely piqued my curiosity, got on the phone and he said, listen, uh, we've been asked to put some names forward for people that we thought would be a really, really great contribution to our team. And a couple people put your name up on the board and we wanted to see if you would be 
open to working with us in some capacity. One of the things that I have not yet mentioned is that the company is the world's leading empowering media company, Goalcast. So if you've been on Facebook, if you've been on YouTube, if you've been on Instagram, just about any platform, and you've seen an inspirational or motivational video that you feel, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed right now. I want to share this with my friends and family. There's a very good chance that it is a Goalcast production. I am a longtime fan of the brand myself, so I thought, well, this would be really cool. I certainly am always open to opportunities and, you know, any, any decision that I've made has stemmed from either being brave enough to walk through a door when I see that it's open or having the courage to kind of plow through it. And in this case, the door was open and was inviting me in. So I thought, okay, let's do this. I hop on a call. I learn a little bit more about the fact that they are building their A-team. They didn't even have a role in mind for me. And I'd ask, you know, if consulting was something that they would be interested in. And really all that I was able to gather is that they were looking for someone in-house to help take the company to the next level. And if you know anything about me, you know that next level is my jam. So decided to schedule a meeting with the founders and see if it was a good fit. And this was a process, you know, because there wasn't a particular role that they were looking to fill and they were really looking for the right culture fit, there was no rush. And I was really enjoying building my business. In fact, I was was at the peak of my business so far. I quickly positioned myself as a go-to person in my space and was not really looking for any opportunity. I was not seeking a change. And, you know, you guys, if that sparked an internal chuckle, I mean, when we're not expecting it is usually when change comes a knocking. And in any case, I had a series of meetings and discussions and lunches and breakfasts and everything in between to see if this was a fit. Could we make it work? What were our mutual goals? What were our ambitions? Do they align? Is my skill set what they need? Is their vision aligned with where I see myself at this stage in my career? And a lot of weird things started happening, you guys. And I'm, I'm not saying that lightly. I ran into the founders at a surprise guest Christmas party. It was like, you don't know who's necessarily coming to the party. And I showed up and I don't know anyone there, but them. And then I bump into them at the airport. We are both, as it turns out, on our way to Los Angeles. Not only are we on the same plane, but they're in the row right behind me. And they just kept showing up. They kept showing up in conversations. They kept showing up in real life. And I thought this is too much of a coincidence. This is something that I cannot ignore. And so what was once a casual, gradual conversation led to something a little more concrete. And I said, okay, guys, like, where is this going? Because now I'm interested and I really want to see which direction this is going to take. And I didn't even realize that with every passing month, 
I wanted it so badly. (laughs) Simultaneously was convincing myself that I didn't. And I started this internal battle, which ultimately kind of culminated in this minor identity crisis because the more we spoke and the more they were interested in having me join the team and the more I started to entertain the idea, the more I thought, well, who am I if not an author, if not a coach, if not a speaker, if not all the things that I've spent the last four years building, who am I if not those things? And when I took a minute to step back, I say a minute. The truth is, guys, I went on a trip to Bali to soul search. I hired a spiritual coach. I, I'm not even someone who particularly identifies as spiritual and still was seeking guidance there. I hired a hypnotherapist to really get to the core of my emotions, of my thoughts, of anything that I could really unearth to see if I could find some answers. And I realized I was in this loop of seeking the answers externally. I just wanted someone to tell me what to do. I just wanted someone to say, this is the way to go. And I know better than that. This is a major, major life move. And I couldn't very well leave it in the hands of anyone. I know that I needed to do the work. And so when I say I did this, you know, I looked in for a minute. It was it was a good long minute. And what I realized was that I was operating from a place of ego. And the accolades and the titles and the things that I was so worried about leaving behind are entirely extrinsic motivators. And it's not that they don't matter, but it's not what matters most. And when I really got to understand why, why did I care about achieving those things in the first place? Why did they mean so much to me? It wasn't that I'm a bestseller. It wasn't that I'm a TEDx speaker. It wasn't that I am named one of the top CEOs in Montreal. It's that I got to do what I love doing most, helping people take inspired action. That is what I'm here for. It's what lights me up most. It's where I feel that I can be of most value. And when I realized that that's what's driving me, it became so clear that I can do that at a scale with this team and with this company at a rate in which I would have never been able to achieve on my own. And I became so excited so 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 excited i wanted nothing more than to join forces with these incredible people and help change the world and it was as if i took a quantum leap forward i have been so afraid of losing myself in this process but the reality is i have really come to appreciate who i am I've learned more about myself because I am being expanded in ways that I could not have prepared for, that I could not even fathom four months ago. And what a humbling experience 
to check my ego at the door. This is something I coach on. This is something I know better. This is something that I help others to avoid is to not operate from a place of ego, but to operate from a place of service. And I had just become so intertwined with my brand that I felt it was all one and the same. And it took a long time for me to feel comfortable with this decision. And when it comes to change, I think there's this misconception that there will be always these light bulb moments, these moments of cathartic transformation where you can't unsee the solution. And in this case, it was something that I needed to grow into. It was something that I needed to convince myself of. There was some soul searching required. There was some inner work to be done. There was some further understanding of who I am and what really matters to me and getting anchored once again in my why that needed to happen. And so if you are in a moment of your life where you feel like the tides are changing and you feel that something is coming and you're either excited by it or you're afraid by it or you don't quite know how to feel about it, lean into it and see where it takes you and don't force yourself. There will be plenty of times in life where changes are forced upon you, where you don't have time to think and to respond. And this is something I was really, really mindful of. And if there's only one thing you take from this episode, let it be this. When you have the time, respond. Don't react. It took everything in me to slow down, to listen inward, to not jump, jump into action, jump into conclusions, jump into the next phase of my evolution. It took time. And if you're a thinker and a doer and a mover and shaker like I am, you know that time, we don't always feel like we have it, but when you are given the courtesy to think things through, don't squander that time. You'll learn so much about yourself if you give yourself the opportunity to turn inward and to actually really listen to what it is that you're saying. And when I made space and I allowed myself to listen to what it is that I was saying, my inner voice was saying, oh my gosh, you want this so bad. <laughs> you want this. You want this. Why are you walking away? Why aren't you moving in this direction? You want this. Let's go. And honestly, it was fear. I say ego. I think it was a combination of both. There was a lot of fear of everything that I have built will be for nothing. And boy, was I wrong. Everything that I have built has got me to this moment. It has put me on a pedestal in which I can feel confident in jumping to that next step. I needed a little boost and everything that I have done to get me here has been just that. And I am so grateful that I'm in an environment where everything that I've done before joining the company is celebrated. It's rewarded. It is seen as complementary to what it is that they're building, what it is that we are building And I am so excited and I hope that if you're at 
a fork in the road and you have the option to go left or to go right and you have some time to make your decision, I encourage you to make that decision a purposeful one. And I want to dive into this a little deeper because I've had a lot of conversations lately about purpose and the importance of it and the baggage and the weight that it comes with sometimes. And when I say make purposeful decisions, I'm not talking about capital P purpose. Why are you here and your life's mission? If you know that, great. If you feel that you want that, go find it. But perhaps an unpopular opinion, I don't think you should find your purpose. I think you should think about what purpose feels like. When you are doing something purposeful, what does that feel like to you? And when you can identify that, you'll see that there are moments, there are times in your day that you can act from a place of purpose, that you can intentionally seek out, that you can infuse more into your week so that you are living purposefully, that you are choosing purposefully. So forget your life mission. Forget your big purpose. Don't worry about who you ought to be. Worry about who you want to be right now. How do you want to feel right now and operate from that place choose from that place walk forward from that place and you most certainly will be on the right path friends thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the catalyst with samantha chris if you like what you heard be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode Until next time, I hope you're feeling a little more equipped to lean into the unknown and take inspired action.